sister, sister. Oh man, remember when I used to have a sister, sister segment of the Fit and Faith podcast back in like 2019 when we started? Oh, it was so much fun. I love looking back the good old times. Well, today we do that with fellow podcaster Stephanie Gass. She has the Stephanie Gass Show, which is linked in all the show notes. You've got to go check it out. She is a top 25 podcaster in the entrepreneurship sector, which is Really, of course, a heartbeat of ours here at the Fit and Faith Show. Founders, innovators, and trailblazers unite. And she comes to share with us something that I feel is such a burden off of so many of our shoulders. She's actually talking about how we don't need to use social media to grow a business. Are you serious? Like rolling in a half million and plus business from podcasting and e-courses. I will say yes and amen to that every single day. And she drops so much wisdom and nuggets here that you could literally apply right out the gate on your own terms. But why? When she has all of these incredible free resources. So I highly encourage you not only to listen to this podcast to get activated, but also check out her uh, websites, her resources, her courses, and of course her podcast. Tag us both, and like she said, she loves to have her community on the show and give them a voice too, and I want to do the same. Right now, we are running a rad Christmas bundle special, and if it's not Christmas and you're listening to this because it's evergreen, just ignore the concept. We're always running something fun because I love giving things away. So grow your business for God's sake. Ticket is involved, which that alone is over $1,000 in value, and so you want to get your hands on this. In the meantime, tune into the show, get clarity, get uncomfortable, but realize that God has purpose and it might just be that you don't have to be on social media every hour of every day. Yes and amen. Let's go. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast. Fit is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie-cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep, or high the there is, my desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. Hello, hello, Stephanie. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. You guys, I don't think I ever get old of saying that. Like, it's so fun to me every single time. And I think people are probably like, is she really that excited? I really (laughs) do love podcasting so much. And I know you have an amazing podcast too. Tell us, how did you get started in that? Oh, yeah. So podcasting was not something on my radar at all. You know, I had been trying to figure out my thing and being trying all the different things with with entrepreneurship for so many years and chasing all the wrong stuff. Probably get into my story in a bit. 
But finally, there was this moment of like, I don't know how I'm supposed to serve this woman. And I just fully surrendered and asked God, like, show me the vessel in which I meant to really, truly connect with my person. And in a dream in 2018, I heard start a podcast. It was like very vivid, very clear. And so I was like, um, okay, went and got this staticky microphone out of a drawer, <laughs> plugged it in, had no idea what I was going to talk about. And here we are three years later and, you know, a top 25 entrepreneurship show. And it was all God. <laughs> so good. Now, I haven't tuned into your podcast a ton. Do you talk a lot about God in that? I know kingdom business is like your realm, but I know sometimes people keep them as separate entities. For me, like there is no success in business without God. And so what I actually teach and stand on is putting God as the CEO of your business and like literally having this vision of before you even make a decision, before you ever say yes, before you do anything, you're walking up to the office of the CEO and you're knocking on the door and you're setting up a meeting. You're like, excuse me, sir. I have a question. Like, should we do this? And you're strategizing with him as a CEO. And when you do that, you know, every choice, course, customer, client, hire, dollar, everything's been from him the whole, the whole way. And so I couldn't imagine leading people in any other way. That is incredible. And I love just that visual because I think about that all the time, but not from the, like I'm, I'm walking and knocking and sitting at his desk, right? Like prayer to me that I haven't ever visualized it that way. So I think it's really right. fun. I'm curious, was there ever a time in your life where that wasn't the case where you had things out oh, yeah. of order? Okay. So walk oh, us through sure. that. Cause that was okay. me for yeah. sure. I want to know the backstory because okay. I feel like there's gotta be this place of surrender for us to really, truly believe that. Yeah. So I, around 10 years ago, became a full-time entrepreneur and I was really big in my corporate career. I've always been kind of an achiever, kind of a go-getter and a leader. And I think you have these beautiful skills and strengths that God creates you with. And then it's, there's such a fine line of falling off and using those for your own benefit and for self. And of course, the enemy likes to play into your strengths and allow those to become idols in your life. So about um, when I started being a full-time entrepreneur, I joined a network marketing company and I was like, I shouldn't be open and matter. I did it, you know, four years, dollar bonus check and the trips and all the things. And it was a massive idol. It was my entire identity. I had, I was ignoring my children to work, you know, and I was married, but yet telling myself this lie of like, I'm doing it for them. I'm doing, I'm working all the time for them. And at no point in time had I opened the door for the Lord to be part of that success. You know, it was like, this is mine and I'm coveting this and I'm in control of everything. But I kept like, there kept being like knocks, you know, I, I, now I'm like, oh, those are just Holy Spirit knocking, <laughs> yeah. you know, anxiety attacks, like falling, like just mm. emotional eating and like all these things I was doing to self-sabotage, but like could have, if I would have just opened my eyes and said, why? Am I having these these things? They would have been like alarms or sirens of Holy Spirit saying, check yourself. You know, you're not on God's path. So long story short, uh, the rug got pulled out from under me in 2016. All my eggs were in one basket. Bad idea. And all of this big cash flow was totally gone, like overnight. And so at that point, I went to the bank account. I remember this moment so vividly. And I sat at the computer and I pulled up the bank account and there was no money. 
and tears started streaming down my face. And I remember going, what was this all for? You know, like I poured four years of my life and I worked and I worked and I worked and I, and it can just be gone like this. I let everything go that God gave me for this thing that I thought would change my life or make me feel whole or make me feel worthy. And I'm here broken. And we had to sell my husband's Harley to pay the bills. We had to borrow money from my son's savings account. And it was the worst six months of my entire life because my identity was also totally shaken. Who am I without this money and this success and this this title over me? And so at that moment, I remember saying like, I can't do this on my own and I don't know who I am anymore. I'm done. And that's when I, w- I, I got out a sheet of paper and I started writing on it like, who's the woman God wants me to be? And it was the first time I had really turned back to like, there's, God has this plan for my life and I'm trying to run my life. So that was my first surrender. And I went through about a year of like, there was a lot of healing that I needed help. Like there was things that had to happen. I get it. I get it. God wasn't like, perfect. Then let's fix you. I was like, okay, let me peel myself. Sanctification hurts. It's a process of refinement. Let me peel myself off the couch and, and like stop crying into my Doritos for a minute, you know? Yeah. So that whole year went on. And about a year later, and I was focusing on my myself again and, and my relationship with God and my kids and business, I had put it away because I was afraid of what it had done to me. You know, I thought it was a business's fault, success's fault. And so I was in church one day. We had gotten back in. We had gotten yoked in with a great church. I'm standing there in worship and like these songs are coming on. I can just literally feel like this Holy Spirit, like just pulling me like surrender, like let it all go, like just right now. I just remember like, (laughs) like arms raised, full surrender, like I'm done. You know, like the full Holy Spirit moment, you know, and I was saved at nine, but this was like, you're really here now. Like you're so ready. And so at that point in time, I was like, that's it. God, Whatever I do, my motherhood is yours. My marriage is yours. My business is yours. My finances are yours. My body is yours. But every single thing about me is going to you first. I'm laying everything at the feet of Jesus. And that day is when I began going, I wonder what I meant to do again in the business realm. So crazy to think, you know, that was in 2017, started the show in 2018, kept getting more and more and more clarity. And what's what's so crazy to me now is, you know, I help women get clarity on their thing because everyone was created to do something incredible. But then the way I help them build is opposite of every what everyone else is telling them to do. We don't use social media. We don't like I don't want to use the enemy's tools to build a thriving business. So we use podcasting and then courses. Mm. And now I look at this and I'm like, the level of income and impact that it's created, I couldn't have done that alone. That wasn't even on a vision board or like, I didn't write these numbers down because they're too big, you know, like the Lord's so fun and he's so faithful and he waits for us to be ready. And that big part of that was the surrender process and then the refining that came after it and just so much of knocking on that door, the CEO door. <laughs> what do you think, Lord? Like, should we do I this? I love it. I love it. And I think what's really interesting, because podcasting has been such a huge part of my, I think, 
I would say business growth, but it's really more of a been a personal thing, like a relational growth, my ability to communicate with people, my ability to just learn and, and listen. Uh, and it's definitely been an agent and a tool for, for my business as well. I'm curious because you do a lot of teaching through your podcast, right? It's a lot of individual <clears throat> messaging and cultivating and things like that. How did people start getting in touch with you? Because I think it's so abnormal for us to hear people building a business off of social media to the point where I'm literally on Clubhouse almost daily in a room that is about social media. And so I would love to hear like just your your gems from that and how it's been an agent for you to grow. Yeah. So what's so interesting is the podcast itself is the growth driver. So when there's this formula that I've built called the super fan number, and it shows you like where your where your people are that love you. And so when you break this down, there's really only a few places people can be, right? They can be from your show, subscribers to the to the to the podcast. They can be in your social media platforms, or they can be in your list, which you've captured. And the list can be a culmination of them coming from the show and coming from social. But what's so interesting is when you look at my super fan number, of them are from the podcast. And the only thing I've done different from most other people is I use the podcast as the cold market lead gen. So you have keywords, you have title optimization, you have um, SEO that you're embedding throughout all the descriptions of your show. And like, there's these things you can learn to optimize Um, doing super cool things like getting the community to feel super seen and heard on the show. Like I have them featured. I answer their questions. Their voice is always on my podcast. We have live coaching. Like the podcast is what I have built where they connect with me instead of socials where you connect with me. Come learn from me because here's what I believe. When someone's on social, they're there for instant gratification. You know, they're like, give me a quick fix. I'm not here to learn from you today. I want a quick fix. What's in it for me? Me, 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 me. Oh, I'm distracted. Click, 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 click. And before you know it, you've totally lost that person's attention. And now you're addicted because you're in the app posting something. (laughs) And like two hours later, you're like, why am I here? You know? Oh, true. And so for me, the difference is podcasting is one to many and your person's of a different mindset. It might be the same woman that would be hanging with you on Clubhouse or Instagram. But when they're on the podcast with you, their arms are open going, I'm here to receive. Teach me, pour into me, transform me. And she has a 20 to 30 minute attention span instead of a one minute. So now that you've gotten her through your SEO keywords, marketing, and I do use Pinterest as well. We use Pinterest. And um, I have a blog that uses the SEO and the marketing. We get her to the show. Well, she connects with me. It only takes one episode to convert her into a super fan. On on Instagram or any other social, it might take me three months to convert her because I can't keep her attention long enough. So when you when you connect with people on this one to many, which is the podcast platform, you you also jump to the sale about eighty percent faster than you do taking them through big, long lead funnels or email sequences or trying to connect with people in DMs. I sell straight from the show to my courses and to my programs. There's no middle step. And so it's this crazy thing like, and again, I couldn't have done that without God because I didn't know any of those pieces, you know. But what I heard was like, you just sell to her heart. And how do you sell to her heart? You use your voice and you use what you know. 
get rid of all these other marketing tools and speak directly to her heart. And it exploded. That's so awesome. And I think a lot of people think because there are so many tech elements that it's harder than social media because they're okay or comfortable like posting a carousel, but they're learning over in those spaces, no different than we are in the podcasting realm. And podcasting doesn't change too much. We might get better at the sound and we might get better at the clipping or the things that we're doing, but I don't think that it's any more tech savvy needed than any other social media platform. Not at all. It's way easier. We actually ran an analysis um, where I completely deleted social media presence completely for 30 days. And I tested the amount of time I had spent, you know, because we were still promoting on social or whatnot, and then came over and did it specifically on the podcast for one full month, not changing anything except we're no longer on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere. We grew revenue, email list, podcast downloads, uh, lead gen, we drew conversion, everything grew, everything grew. And what I discovered, why, why is it growing? Because I had 10 more hours in that month to be the visionary of the business. So I had optimized things. I had new content on the show. I had fresh content. We added some, like I had ideas and it opened up like this big amount of space that you think you're using to grow a business, but you're really wasting because you're not, just because you have views on a video reel or carousel, are they converting? They're not. When you do a reel and you point to cute things and you get a thousand views and you feel good about yourself, are they buying? Often not. They're just amused, right? Because there's nothing has happened for their heart. Nothing has happened. You haven't given them a tactical outcome. You have not given them a free tip. You have not given them something that they can truly, and maybe you gave a free tip, but was it enough where they go, I trust that person. So you wasted two hours making a reel and content in the same amount of time you could have done a 20 minute podcast episode, promoted it, launched it, and already got your first sale. It's so, it saves so, so much time. And the tech so is good. so easy. Like it is, it is. And yeah. I think too, if people think about it, because this is something that I teach, obviously, from a like, you don't have to create so much. And I think creation is amazing. I think when we don't have the distraction of social media, anytime that I'm off of it, I actually am better at creating because I'm not letting anybody else's influence uh, muddy what God is giving me right in that moment. But additionally, 20 minutes of any sort of content creation, unlike one post or a 15 second reel, you can clip that bad boy. You can create so much more content just with that one long form piece. And it allows people that additional space to think, I don't need to figure out what to post because I already said it. I already spent the time creating. And there's no algorithm. Like the beauty of podcasting is that I go out and I created an episode two years ago that talked about my three-step income business model, whatever. And I have live coaching over there. Those continue to be top performers two years later versus that took me 30 minutes versus the reel I created five minutes ago. (laughs) It's already lost. Like you're not battling for real estate because the people are there searching for your house, right? They're in the key keywords up in the bar of the podcast app going, you know, Christian entrepreneur or start a podcast or Christian, Christian business coach or whatever the keywords are that you would have. And it's, 
evergreen content. It continues to grow. And that's the same with Pinterest, which is another thing that I teach because it's it's this platform where there's no algorithm. You're not playing by someone else's games and rules. You're putting great content out and you're letting it work for you instead of you working for it to work. That so. sounds really refreshing. And I am sure so <laughs> many people who are listening to this show are like, wait, what? Tamara, wait, what? <laughs> Can I really do that? And I think that's where a lot of people will sometimes stick into that analysis paralysis. Like, is that actually true? Nobody else is doing it. Well, isn't that the point? Yes. Right? Like, isn't that the point? And it's not it's because- to say that you need to jump on a bandwagon. Like, podcasting in and of itself might seem to be really popular right now, but there's only a few million podcasts in comparison to the amount of users that are on Instagram and Facebook, which is billions. Yeah. And so the entry point still, even from when we started in 2018 and 2019, is so available. There's so much real estate there to gain and to have. And if you're looking at it from a specific lens, nobody's message is taken over there, no matter what you're passionate about, I don't think, because our voices are what connects us to people on a different level than just the message. Yeah. And you know what's interesting is like you have two options. You can pick your your long form content which is there's only three things. You can podcast and use audio. You can do video and use YouTube or, or you can blog and use and use a blog. You can you have to pick one or or you keep jumping to the hot new platform and being the first mover over and over and over again every 6 months and live fully exhausted and empty every single day because you haven't built something that will withstand the test of time. And I'm like, I would rather pour two years like I did into my podcast for it to get where where it really started to make a big impact than hop from this to this to this to this and refine my message and search. Like I can run a half a million dollar business in 25 hours a week because of the show. And so that's the thing. Like no matter where you go, you have competition. Podcasting is no different. Put your flag down, pour your concrete, lay your foundation, and don't look up until you're ready to build your house on it. You know, like quit jumping from street to street. You're like, let me throw some concrete over here. And no, pick your house. Where's it going to be? Where's your plot of land? And like, stop looking up because no matter where you are, there's other people doing the same thing as you, but no one's doing it like you. And I think they're, a big thing is to be said, why are you building what you're building? Are you building it to feel good and have likes and views? Are you building it to change someone's heart and life? And if that's the case, where does that platform need to be for you? And it, maybe it's not podcasting, but it needs to be something you can own. Fit and Faith Media Co. is dedicated to activating mission-driven leaders in the marketplace by way of publishing, press, and play. Because your story doesn't just matter to you. It matters to move others. We help you dissect and share your message through podcasting, book writing, and business development. These three areas are exactly how my team and I have opened doors to stages, become the best-selling author I always dreamed I'd be, and even the entrepreneur that energetically and joyfully shows up to serve each and every day. Literally nothing I do feels like work. Every day feels like play. And we'd love to help you live the same life of freedom and fun. 
If you're a speaker, a writer, or an aspiring business owner, let's jump on a call today to vision cast your future together. Go to www.fitinfaithmedia.com. Again, that's fitinfaithmedia.com. Book your call. If you're a founder, an innovator, a trailblazer, or a wannabe, we can help you get there. Let's do it. Well, and I think that is a perfect segue to the other thing that you're really passionate about and you teach into is this concept of courses. Mm -hmm. Um, And so talk us into like when and at what point in your podcasting journey did you end up shifting into developing courses as well as a part of the share and the pitch and the value add and then also from there teaching it to other people? Yeah. So what happened for me was I started doing the podcast and then people started asking for a coaching call. They're like, do you do coaching? I'm like, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Let's Here's my find number. Out. <laughs> so I started doing these coaching calls. Didn't know what they were, Tamara. I'm just like, let's just talk. It's That's great. awesome. And one day someone was like, can I get one of those clarity calls with you to find out what I'm supposed to do? Like, what's my thing? What's my calling? And I'm like, oh, those are what those are called. So I started doing them. And what people would do is they take this calling that we, I have a five tier brand map that you walk away with title, tagline, description, pillars, and your keywords. And you take that and now you have a business model. You have a plan. Where are you going to put it? Well, they were putting it on social. They were putting it wherever, but I had put mine on the podcast, right? So then they started asking, well, how do we do what you did? How do we podcast? So I'd coach them through starting a podcast. And then I started looking at this thing and I'm like, this is not scalable, Like I would have to keep rate. I don't want to be a high ticket coach. Like I want to give people a way to do this. It's affordable. So I looked at my whole process and I went, how can I take out the tactical pieces that I'm teaching the same way over and over again and make it passive and affordable? So I created Clarify Your Calling course, which takes them through the five tier brand map. And then step two, I created Podcast Pro University. And that one told them how to promote, start, create, launch, scale, monetize the podcast. So I created these two courses and phased out of coaching. I'm not completely done. Like I like it. So it's fun for me. Yeah, sure. But I want people to go through those. And so that's how I started. And then I just started marketing them on the podcast. I would just, I didn't have ads. I didn't have marketing of any kind except saying, friend, aren't you ready to get clarity so you can build a passive online business? Like, let's find out what your thing is. We'll figure out your brand. We'll start a podcast and then we'll monetize it with courses because anybody can have a course about their thing, anyone. And so I started saying that and people like, I would like that purchase. I would like that buy this. I would like that. And so I started taking them through this course suite. And then what happened is they said, how do I then create the course, right? How do I create the business model you have? So then I have my third step, which is podcast to profit. And it's a program and it's a 90 day group coaching. So what's super neat about this is your client, your listener will tell you what your course will be because they'll start listening to your content and asking. Now you must have clarity. A lot of times the struggle here is people don't really know what they do and they don't really know what they serve. They don't have a clear tagline, a clear promise of the brand. They're kind of all over the place or it's really big. Like you have to have such a clear, specific, tactical promise for people to know what they get from you. So once they have that, though, and you start serving, I always recommend people start with coaching just for a few months to hear what are people actually wanting from me? Because sometimes we think we know, 
But what we're actually like, I had an Instagram course way back in the day. It's hilarious now. People are like, ha ha, you had an Instagram. Ha, look at you now. I'm like, I know, kettle black. It's fine. I love it. But I, you know, I thought that's, no, they didn't want that, right? They wanted something else that I didn't know I could, I could do. And so if you coach with people for a few months, it helps you to hear their verbiage for your marketing, number one, but number two, for your solutions. Like, what do they actually need? And then look for the recurring things you're doing in these calls to become your course. And I'll give you a big secret, you guys, that I wish I knew when I started. It's so much easier to scale to half a million dollar businesses on one thing. Don't do tiny offers. Don't waste your time on 17 things. What's the one thing that you kill it? You transform. You can get these people an outcome. You build that and you talk about that all the time on the show and you give it all away and you serve and you solve and you really help people see how this is going to change their life and you sell that one thing and you get known. Then you go to step two after a year or two. So I didn't, you know, that's something that I didn't know, but I now have clients who we've scaled them to 75K months with one thing and a podcast. And it's like, hallelujah. It's incredible. It really yeah. is incredible. And you guys, there's people listening who are asking. She is with the Stephanie Gas Show. That's literally her, her name. Stephanie is with an F-A-N-I-E and then G-A-S-S. And so be sure to get on her podcast, subscribe, review, do all the things, and clearly utilize one of these incredible resources, if not all. I think one of the biggest things that I've learned through coaching is oftentimes, especially the piece that you were saying, like you were able able to scale yourself out of that is yeah. I had set this understanding where I gathered this number from. I just pulled it out of thin air was that <laughs> I could, I could coach 10 people at a time and everything else needed to be group coaching. I got burnt out so quickly. I was exhausted. Right. My mind was in a million businesses trying to make sure that their ROI and their outcome was to the point that I would want and be pleased as I was the client and the customer who had just invested. And I couldn't do it. I, I had to just completely stop once all of them were out. And I have given so many people the same sound advice, like do not overcommit yourself because you're going after the money. Because when right. you go after the money, it will burn you. You will not be in the space or the overflow that God wants you to be in. And our gifts and talents are not meant to be abused. They're yeah. meant to be used, yes, but not abused. And right. I think that's where oftentimes, especially as achievers, because that's totally a part of my story as well, I'm really good at it and I can move a million miles a minute. And I know that my expectation and the goals that I set for myself, likely every time I'm going to surpass them, but at what cost? And yeah. I think that's the biggest understanding when we create things that are evergreen like this, uh, it allows us not necessarily to just do it and then leave it, do it and dump it's do it and then perfect it. And yes. perfect obviously mm -hmm. is a progress piece because yeah. it's never going to be to the place that you want it to be because everything is always changing, but that's what makes it fun. You can relaunch these things. You can serve them with a new message, a new system, a new language, and yet it's the exact same thing. So I'd love to hear as you've now, gone into year three-ish, almost four, maybe yeah. with your podcast. Yeah. What do you see transitioning? What excites <laughs> you for the future? Like what things are you doing now to get ready for 2022? Yeah, so fun. So like I said, you know, we're phasing out of coaching as a company, which is really like 
not completely. Like I'm like, I will always have a few people because it's just so much fun. And I love putting them on the podcast as well to let people hear like, no matter what you're coming to the table with, I do not care what it is. Like I'm, I'm an amazing meal prepper. Oh my gosh. There's like so much waiting for you. You know, we're like, Oh, I create devotionals or I'm a life coach or I, you know, I just love reading to my grandkids. I don't care what it is. Like there is a podcast and a course where someone else is going, how do I do that thing? And and people will come to me all the time. Like I don't have a thing. And we get through 30 minutes. I'm like, here's your five tier brand map. And they're like, ah, it's been there the whole time. Like yes. I know. So what I'm, I want you to know is like, Every single one of you has this beautiful book in heaven that's written about you, you know, and God knows your strengths and your trials and your triumphs and your purpose. And he has this book about you. And what he's waiting for is the ask, like, Lord, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready for my book. Like, what's the thing that I'm called to do and called, how am I called to do it? And I always envision him like standing next to me with a gift. And he's been standing there the whole time. But until I asked, he didn't hand it to me. And so when I finally open the gift, it doesn't really make sense. Like I imagine it as like a bunch of puzzle pieces. I'm like, I don't really know what this is. And he says, daughter, here's the corner. And I'm like, hmm, corner. <laughs> you know? I'm like, okay. Step one. Yeah. And, and there's something to be said for like, you will never know what your full puzzle looks like, but he has every piece and you're going to begin with step one and you're going to do step one. And it's always there for you. And so I don't know where I was going with that. But the point is, you got to trust him in this process because you will not know the outcome. But there is an outcome for you that's so much better than the one that you have in your mind. If you would have asked me three years ago what I would what what I did, I'd been like, I don't know. I help female entrepreneurs sell online. That's what I would have said. And now what I say is, I help faith-led women get clarity in their calling so they can build a profitable online business with God as the CEO. And it's different, right? Like where I started with the corner piece is very different than the puzzle. So it takes a lot of surrender. It takes partnering with him, but it also takes really massive action and getting out of your own way around messing up. And the last piece of that whole thing is finding the, the way that you're called to serve and not worrying about how everyone else is doing it. I think there was there was this moment where I was like, gosh, I should be. I should be doing that. I should be. Because everyone else is doing that. But instead, I finally went inward and was like, God, what do you want me to do? How am I called to find the, the, the vessel and the way to serve? And then obedience when you hear it. And that's the hardest part because there were times where my podcast lulled. And I'm like, ooh, I should. I should again. I should. And I could hear that small, quiet, still Holy Spirit voice being like, until, until. I'm like, all right. Stepping up that, you know, and like, and then I would break through. I'd break through the lull again. Like, so you're fighting what, you're fighting what the world says you should do and should be. And you're only moving forward on what God says for you. That's the biggest secret I can say in this whole thing. I think it's really powerful. It's wise and it's counterculture, right? Like we're so used to jumping to the next shiny object. And I think as I've been traversing my puzzle pieces and putting them together, I've been 
really asking God every single time, is this one from you? Mm. Right. Cause I think a lot of times we we'll grab something and like this could fit, right? Yeah. Like, this actually doesn't even belong in this <laughs> space at this time. You can't see what's happening around it. And so I've been really leaning into discernment and whether or not this piece is mine and is it time for this piece to be used. Um, right. and I think it's really important for people to realize that like the pace that we plan to complete the puzzle, it how horrible would be if you actually completed the puzzle like then what right like wouldn't it be from the lens of heaven that we would be standing at his right hand to be like oh it's completed and now i'm dead because it, my grandpa who's in his 90s he hasn't completed his puzzle yet and, and i don't I think you ever will no I, I really don't think you can and each time that i ever hit a milestone let's say it's a secular milestone like be a best-selling author sure. i celebrated for maybe like three hours. <laughs> and then the next day everyone's like, how do you feel? And I'm like, on to the next. Like, I, I don't, you don't get pleasure from that because the pleasure comes from him. Right. And the accolades don't matter and the money doesn't matter. And all of those things are nice and well, and they should be stewarded um, in the way that he's gifted them to you. But I think a lot of times people just have it a misconception of when I get here, when yeah. I hit this thing, then I'll be satisfied. Right. And so I love the consistency in your message. I love the consistency in your becoming. Um, I cannot wait to tune into your podcast and hear your live coaching because I think that's so fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. I just can't believe. I'm like, this is my life. This is so fun. It it's so great. But it's there is fun. something, last thing to be said about yes. that journey piece. Um, you know, there is no happiness at the end of the rainbow, your happiness is in your right now. It's in your today. It's in the mess. It's in all the things. And like for so long, I kept my eyes on the when. And it was in the when and the to-do list and the, oh, if I get that thing built and done, then finally. And to and now what I've learned is just like you, Tamara, like you get the thing and then you're like, it's just a thing. And the other piece I've learned is the thing can be gone, you know, when this is all of the world. We are but dust. Like we are literally going to heaven as a, as spirit. Like our body is left here. So live from a spirit place. Stop living from a flesh place of more and do and achieve and, and get and start living from a spirit place of what what does your spirit need to be filled today instead of what does your flesh need today? And often I pray in the morning, Holy Spirit, you know, align my tasks today. Like, show me what's a, the priority for me because I will always do business. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Duh. You know, I'm like, excuse me, but I really feel comfortable yeah. in my business. I'm not sure I'm comfortable in motherhood at this moment, you know? Right? Like, uh, girl, preach. I got you. <laughs> and, then, and then Holy Spirit's like, sit down and read yeah. the book with him. And I'm like, mm. got it, you know? And I have the best time, yeah, but it's not the natural piece. So, if you're living spirit forward, and that's a simple prayer, guys, like Holy Spirit, help me live spirit, spirit, spirit forward today. And God, be with me as I make these choices and just align my tasks today, Father, and just be walking with me. Like, don't let me open my mouth, say anything, see anything, hear anything that's not from you. Like, just protect me and be with me. And as you're living spirit forward, you're going to start to notice that the things you thought were so important, they're not. What's important is this beauty in the journey. And whatever that means for you, and another final piece of the journey is get rid of the things that are stealing from the joy in the journey. And those are absolutely, 
idolatry of social media, of your phone, of success. It's the things that pull you away from Christ. So if you were to go, I don't know what I'm idolizing. I'm not sure what's stealing from my joy in the journey. I want you to get out a sheet of paper and write down everything that's pulling you away from your relationship with God. And you're going to, all your vices are going to be on that list. All the things that have to do with our phones are going to be on that list. Maybe some unhealthy relationships, whatever it is. But don't leave that there. Pay attention because if we remove the joy stealers, we live spirit forward and we enjoy the journey, the outcome becomes such a beautiful thing, right? Because we're serving him and we're living in him every day. My goodness, I love you. I want to hug your neck right now. <laughs> so much goodness, you guys. <laughs> uh, like You really should go back and listen to it because there's so many points of conviction if your heart and your ears and your mind are open. And that's one of the ways that I show up to the podcast every single time is what God do you have for me to be convicted of today? Not in a bad way, not in a shameful way, but in a growing way and an opportunity to become more of who he's called me to be. And I will tell you, this thing is glaring at me, right? My phone is just like, oh, I kind of like to push it further away as you're talking <laughs> because yeah. I was just on vacation this past week. And um, my team was like, Tamara, just don't take the phone on the hike. Just leave it in the car. Just go and enjoy. Oh, and it's so much better when we just become really present. And that spirit led piece is so important to me. And I know just so many people who are listening to the podcast and even people who are listening who have quite understood even what that means yet, we would just right. invite you into the question, invite you into the experience of asking God to be your CEO. And what does that actually mean? And how can you slow down and enjoy and actually look at the pieces that have been given to you and start to maneuver them rather than trying to find more pieces. And those ones aren't even in place, right? We're all guilty of it. Um, and we're all here for you. And I think Stephanie, I, I, now that they know that they can't really, they can find you probably on Instagram, but go to Pinterest, <laughs> go to her podcast. Um, and also I have dropped a couple links to some opportunities that you have coming up. Do you want to share about those? Yeah. You know, you guys, I think the best place to start is my podcast because start with all the free value that you can to find your person, you know, like, Go find your person and look for, are they living the way I want to live? And are they doing the business the way that I want to be doing business before you say yes, just because of numbers or whatever. So come listen to the show. Find out if I'm your person. Number one, it's Stephanie Gass Show, S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S. My website is stephaniegass.com. All the free things, guys. I have a workshop on getting clarity on your calling we have a business blueprint over there, all the fun stuff. I have a podcasting quiz if podcasting is right for you. And then if and when you're like, I want to build a business that way, the way that she talked about today, I have um, a course suite that you go through. So you start with getting clear, clarity on your calling in that course. Then you move to Podcast Pro University. <clears throat> and then the third step is Podcast to Profit, which teaches you scaling the show, the SEO, the keywords, the optimization, you know, how do we really get to 100,000, 500,000, a million downloads and build something that's this like revenue generating machine that then sells our stuff, our courses and stuff. So that's the three steps, but start with free. Why not? 
I do. I do. I know you've got to. I love it. And, and that is, that's the beauty of our relationship with the Lord, right? He's not asking you to give anything other than your heart. And that's a free exchange because what he gives his love is free. Um, and so I'm grateful to you. I can't wait for my community to get invested in what you're offering and how you show up in the world. It has convicted me to be better at the things and stay in my zone of genius. So I appreciate you and, uh, we'll have to do it again sometime soon. Thanks, Stephanie. We sure will. Thank you so much. Bye everybody. Hey y'all, it's me again. I hope in today's episode, you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fitandfaith underscore podcast or me personally at tamra.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. What do you do when the world around you is falling apart? It's amazing to me how many people are breathing air. They're going about their business and doing the things you're supposed to do. But if you really ask them, they know that on the inside, they are spiritually and emotionally and relationally dead. If we're not careful, all of us can experience that death. When what we need to do, even as the world around us is falling apart, we need to learn how to march when it would be easier to stay where we are and die. Join me each week on the March or Die show as we discuss that and so much more.